Welcome into A to Z Sports powered by BetMGM. I'm Austin Stanley. He is Zach Bingham. Make sure you follow us on Twitter at A to Z Sports. You like our Facebook page at A to Z Sports Nashville. We are Nashville's on-demand sports talk network, and we go live every weekday morning at 8 central time. Got to thank our sponsors because they make it happen for our show, and they help out you guys. Renters Warehouse Nashville, the professional landlords in the area at renterswarehouse.com. Man, do the pulse of fitness. Well, one 15-minute workout equals five-plus hours in the weight room. Mandu.com, your first workout is free. Wilson County Hyundai, if you need a new ride, head out to Lebanon, WilsonCountyHyundai.com. Calvin and Subtle for your brand new hardwood floors and finishings. They are at CalvinandSubtle.com. And Bone and Joint Institute, BoneandJointTN.org, the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. So, Zach, uh, the Vols are in the College Baseball World Series. First time in a long time. So is Vandy, but they've been in, in it five times over the last 11 years that there has been a College World Series. Didn't have one last year because of COVID. So how are you feeling about this Vols-Vandy rivalry right now that they are both a part of the final eight in college baseball? Well, look, I, I think looking and following this situation, not only this year, but over the last shoot decade plus yeah. of Tennessee baseball, of what it has been, how bad it has been, and now what it has become is pretty amazing. And it is a great, you know, um, rise story, right? They have they have done a, a great job. And we all we all know about the Tennessee fan ball, the, the, the Tennessee Vault fan base. They are passionate no matter what sport it is. We obviously know that they want to be as good as possible in football. That is their expectation. They hold try to hold their coaches accountable as much as possible, and that's why they've had a lot of coaches because they haven't met expectations. Basketball has only reached so far, but this baseball team I, I do think has something special about them, and that was why they were able to get into the College World Series. And then you have Vandy on the other side, which this is – Vandy, this is their sport. Yeah. So now their biggest rival – who, you know, big brother, little brother, we talk about that. They have an opportunity, and we'll kind of talk and, and, and dive into the logistics of the College World Series here in a little bit, but they, they could be on a pathway to meet, and that is great for baseball, college baseball, but it's great for the state of Tennessee to now truly, Tennessee baseball is not their sport, but all of a sudden it is. The defending champs. I mean, the storylines are pretty amazing, but I, I have I have been entertained by Tennessee baseball and obviously Vanderbilt baseball right here in our backyard as we broadcast in Nashville. Yeah, Ethan Ramsey says, I leave for a week, come back and A to Z is talking baseball. Well, that's just the power of the Tennessee volunteers because for for years we have been doing sports talk in Nashville and overlapping those same years. Vanderbilt baseball has been dominant in college baseball. And there's always been an ask of from Vandy fans or why don't more people talk about college baseball? Because not enough people cared about Vandy baseball. And look, Vandy baseball is insanely impressive. Tim Corbin is in, is a generational coach when it comes to this state and his sport, that school, everything about it is phenomenal. But it's just the difference of, what the Tennessee Vols fan base does when it comes to how it moves the needle. And I do find it fascinating that, like you kind of said, Vanderbilt's pride and joy has been Tim Corbin and the Vandy Boys program. Tennessee has always looked down and scoffed at it and said, it's just college baseball, who cares? Now Tennessee's baseball team is right there on the same level. Tennessee's actually ranked higher than Vanderbilt. Uh, they won the SEC East. And they're ranked higher than Vandy uh, when it comes to the national seedings in this tournament. And now, all of a sudden, this rivalry—I think if there's a if it goes how I think we all would want it to go, it would be the biggest moment in the rivalry. So here's here's what we're going to do: there is a potential clash of the Vandy boys and Vol baseball coming up in the next couple of weeks. We'll tell you about how the brackets really show out and what this potential clash could be. But first, I'm going to tell you guys about Renters Warehouse and RentersWarehouse.com. They're the professional landlords in the area. Just go to RentersWarehouse.com to find out how much your home can rent for. There's so many different ways that Renters Warehouse can help you out when it comes 
to your family, whether it's creating extra cash flows for you and your family. It could be renting out your property, which means you can build equity and long-term wealth or your son or daughter, recent graduate needs a place to live. Renterswarehouse.com has inventory across the state. Just go right there to the website at renterswarehouse.com. Don't forget about BetMGM. Look, uh, there's not continuous service in middle of nowhere, Texas, uh, where my family ranch is. So I was in and out of the, the NBA basketball scene. I had to recap yesterday as uh, Jokic got ejected, which I thought was pretty funny. So I, I've been off the app because they don't have that in Texas yet right. as they continue to expand, but they do have it in Tennessee. Download the app today. Use promo code ATOZ Sports. They've got you covered. Risk-free bet up to $600. Bet MGM. Download the app today. So it's all about the, the brackets, right? And I, I love how this worked out because us doing sports talk here in Nashville, we just want the best story. And there's a potential for the best story and the biggest moment between the Tennessee Vols and the Vanderbilt Commodores in their rivalry can happen in a couple of weeks in Omaha. And this is how the brackets show up. So Vanderbilt is in the bracket one. They are the overall four seed in this NCAA tournament. They are on the left side of the bracket. The Vols, the overall three seed, they are on the right side of the bracket. And so the only way Tennessee and Vandy can face each other is in the College World Series final. And I think everybody else around the country would hate this, except for all of us inside the state. And if you're a Tennessee fan or a Vandy fan, I mean, I don't even know if Vandy fans would want to see this or not. But the fact that Tennessee could play Vandy for a national championship in baseball in Omaha would be pretty impressive. You see those two blank boxes there. There are two more games today that will fill those slots. You have Mississippi State versus Notre Dame. The winner gets one of them. And then Dallas Baptist. Uh, and then Virginia, the winner of that game later on today, will get the other uh, box there, the last slots available for the College World Series. But, Zach, this could be absolutely phenomenal for this rivalry. It's something that it's, it's never really had the chance to, to play for something this important before. Yeah, well, and, and you're kind of torn because I want to see Tennessee and Vanderbilt play in the College World Series. But... I also would rather than play in the championship series, right, for all of the marbles. Because, and we mentioned this, this is a unique year where Tennessee is a higher seed. They were in the SEC championship. Vanderbilt wasn't, right? Like, this is, but Vanderbilt has their own studs uh, in, in their, on their pitching staff in Rocker and Lighter. So, uh, how is this going to play out? College baseball is unique. It is hard to get into the College World Series. It means something to the respected team. But uh, I like the way this is shaping up. If they are in a crash course for the championship series, that would be unbelievable for the state of Tennessee, as I said. But I think college baseball, college baseball fans, and I would say sports fans, they already know Vanderbilt. They've seen Vanderbilt. They know a little bit about Tim Corbin and what he's able to do here in Nashville for that program. Nobody knows what the hell is going on in Tennessee. Like on, in the baseball landscape, nobody knew where they came from. And then all of a sudden they have jumped on this scene and it's not been a slow rise. It has been Oh, damn, the SEC was really, really good this year. We knew Arkansas was really, really good, but they're not going to get a chance to compete yeah. for a championship. Tennessee is. Well, it, well, our, the, the, I think why we we thought Tennessee and feels like Tennessee kind of came out of nowhere is because of what happened last year. Last year, there was no College World Series, so Vandy is still the defending champion from 2019. And so with the lack of 2020 and what – like Tony Vitello's Vols team was really freaking good last year. And then COVID hit in early March and it was over. And so we did not get the buildup of what this Vols program has become. It was a gap year because of COVID. And now it feels like a surprise when Vitello has been building this thing all along. They have a bunch of really good players. They have, they have uh, older players, younger players who are all making a, a, a big impact and what's going on. Dom says, I want to read Dom's comments. Is not surprised by any of this. Tennessee baseball is a, has a strong heritage. 
It is always strong. Boyd says Tennessee getting past Texas will be the biggest challenge. I don't uh, disagree with that. Cody is a Vandy fan. He says Tennessee uh, Vandy already beat you in a series. We definitely would like to again. And I, I would I would understand that. Like Vandy wants to win the championship, but they don't want to lose to Tennessee. Losing to Tennessee would be awful if you're Vanderbilt because you would never hear the end of it. And it would be all of a sudden, big brother out east beats you at your best thing. What does Vandy have left? And I think that would be the bad thing if it did come to fruition and they met and they met in the College World Series final of what happens to Vandy's if Vandy loses to Tennessee. Vandy has nothing left to grasp at. Uh, overall, big picture wise, obviously the, the football programs have been very even over the last eight to 10 years, but baseball is what Vandy prides themselves on. Yeah. And I think it's so unique because we've seen over the last several years, Vanderbilt football beat Tennessee football and that shouldn't happen, right? That doesn't make sense in how much money they have, how much money they put into their football programs, but because Tennessee has been down, we've seen that now the, the role, roles have been reversed. It's like we've been living in a bizarro world over the last – I mean, we have lived in a bizarro yeah, world yeah. over the last year. But in this sporting rivalry, you have these two teams where Vanderbilt has been consistently excellent. Not just good, but excellent and played at a high clip in this sport. Tennessee jumps on the scene, and they play – and we're about to say they play with the swag that I think uh, uh, the common fan is drawn to, right? And just because, you know, that, that power T in baseball, that, those those things have never really just gone together. And now well, it's, been a while. it's been a while. In the, in the 90s, in the early 2000s, Tennessee baseball was really good. But again, that was a long ass time. Tennessee football ago. was really good. I know. That, it was a long ass time. Right? Ago. It's like the Tennessee fans have stopped. Well, I don't know if they've stopped, but have to stop living in that era. And now they have an opportunity to with this baseball run. And people are jumping on board. We we compliment what Tennessee does digitally. We did yes. that. Uh, and, and we recognize that because we know good work. They've really taken advantage uh, of it uh, online to get people invigorated and ready for this i will tell you this uh there is going to be a ton of orange in omaha and they are going to travel because tennessee fans have every sport fan has been chomping at the bit to at least be a part of something like this and tennessee fans we know they travel very very well big yeah. opportunity to show out and kind of create that same sort of atmosphere that they've been creating in knoxville but here's here's the real thing though, Zach, and, and it's the clash not of just these two rivals, but it's about the stylistic differences in how they get it done. Because Vandy under Tim Corbin, that we've and that we've been around Tim Corbin back in our radio days of covering his press conferences and talking to him on the radio, nothing but class comes from that Vandy baseball program. They do everything the right way. They approach it with business, and there's no lack of disrespect. On the Vols side of things, it's just a big party. It's backflips. It's there. I mean, LSU uh, pitcher was leaving the mound and flipped the middle finger towards the Vol fans yesterday, and that wasn't just unprovoked from that LSU pitcher. There's a reason why he felt that way and that strongly about it. So here's the next question we want to get into because I find this great: the Vols backflipping or Vandy's business approach. Which do you prefer? The Vols bat flipping or Vandy's business approach. But first, Zach, tell everybody about Wilson County Hyundai. Yeah, I absolutely can do that. Wilson County Hyundai is where you need to go to get your next ride. Whether it's the 2021 Palisade, the full-size SUV, or the Sonata like iDrive, or the Elantra, they've got the Santa Fe. Wilson County Hyundai will hook you up. They're a great sponsor here on the show, and they can provide you with your perfect make and model, whether it's for you or your family. Maybe you have a 16-year-old son or daughter about to buy a car, and you're about to buy a car for them. You want them safe, and you want them fuel efficient, right? That's money back in your pocket because of the fuel efficiency that Hyundai provides. Wilson County Hyundai can provide you with a great deal. Quick trip down I-40 exit 236. Go down there, make the trip. Payne Bone and his team will hook you up with the perfect car. BetMGM, download the app today and use our code ATOZSports. You get a risk-free bet 
up to $600 with your first deposit and your first bet. It's a great deal. Zach took advantage of it uh, a couple months ago when his Bucks uh, beat the Chiefs, but it's a great deal right there. That's code ATOZ Sports when you download the BetMGM app for a risk free bet up to $600 with your first bet and your first deposit. Visit betmgm.com for terms and conditions. You must be 21 years or older, must be present in Tennessee, and for gambling problem support, call the Tennessee Red Line at 800 889 We're talking about this question. Do you prefer the Vols bat flipping or Vandy's? Uh, business approach. Zach, I'll send you the comment section before we play the videos to get everybody's initial reaction uh, to which style they prefer. Yeah, it's funny because we have some Tennessee fans, we have some Vandy fans, and we have some, you know, indifferent fans, right? Big Ten Jeff, I don't, I think he's indifferent on this conversation, right. but that's why it's a great thing as, uh, as we gauge this. Uh, Cody says uh, it's typical Tennessee buffoonery. Uh, Dwayne says Vol fans are second class, <laughs> yeah. but then Josh says I prefers the Vols. Brent goes with the business approach. Uh, and I think Brent is a Tennessee fan, if I'm not mistaken. He can correct me or confirm that uh, if he wants, if he can for us. And just like I just mentioned, Big Did Jeff says you got to have both, right? Uh, business and Hall have a fun side. So uh, you didn't really answer the question, unfortunately. Uh, I prefer Vandy swag from Dom. Vol swag. Or Vol, excuse me, Vol swag from Dom. Makes college baseball more appealing to watch. Bat flip all day coming in from Cam. Timothy says, sports are supposed to be fun. When do you take the fun out out of it? Uh, and it's just not fun. Yeah, there's a time to get serious, but you need to have fun playing. And that's what college sports, I also think, uh, you know. But there's a line. And we, all, and, and we all understand that there's a line. There's a line of uh, show showing up your opponent and being disrespectful versus having fun. And, and, and does, does Tennessee baseball cross that line? The fans are a different conversation. Fans will always cross lines because – there are very little consequences of the fans. They are not playing the game. They are not on the field, court, whatever. But it, this is about the actual the the players. But the, but the fans are influenced. The the it's it goes both ways, Austin. And that's why I think that Tennessee's approach in their style they provoke their own fans to do some of the same things that they do on the field. Where Vandy. You have a completely different way and school of thought. Before I answer this question, I, I do want to tell a story because, Austin, you said, I will remember this probably for, well, I will remember this forever because I was at a Tim Corbin press conference. Mm -hmm. And Tim Corbin comes in there and he's talking to the media. He was announcing something at the time. I remember he was wearing a very nice sports coat. I respected that. But he told a story about his approach and his meetings. Yeah. So, his meetings, the concept of them, you've got seniors, juniors, sophomores, and freshmen, and how it works is it, it, it is a circle, right? A circle. Seniors on the outside, juniors in the, and sophomores, and then freshmen in the middle. And the reason why, it's communication. It's all about communication, and there's a mindset and a theory uh, behind every single thing that Tim Corbin does and that's the business-like approach. And you also, let's talk about the fan perspective. The Vol fans, crazy, beer-drinking, good old people that, that love sports, and that is the mass of them. Vanderbilt, astute, not saying no, the other people aren't educated, but very well-educated. And then for the, the people that do not go to Vanderbilt, they still take on that that Nashville sense, more of a city than a hometown country lifestyle. Yeah. They, they go to these games, older group, right? Older uh, uh, doctors, astute that have yes, moved back Vanny to Nashville. Yes, has an older fan base, for sure. Right? And and so there is. it is literally a polar opposite approach. And that's what makes, I think, the rivalry even better. Yeah, uh, Danny says, I prefer the, the business approach, but I don't hate the bat, the bat flippery, especially when... Uh, you don't, just don't get this chance that often. And I think Danny brings up a good point because like, and we'll talk about Drew Gilbert here in a second, because uh, VU All Access says that number one for UT crosses that line. And we'll, we're about to play a video from him here in a second, but they like the whole, like act like you've been there before thing is, is I, I, I understand why that's a thing, but they also 
these guys have never been there before. Like there is a difference in the rosters of Vandy and Tennessee where the Vandy guys have been there before two years ago. They're the defending champions. So when they win a super regional and they are the business approach to winning that super regional, because they understand that's not the ultimate goal where Tennessee is out there setting its own expectations each round at a time because they're breaking through something that they haven't been to in a long time. And the guys that are that are hitting the home runs yesterday, when they when it was 2005, they're like four years old. And so they have never been there before when the Vandy guys have. So I, I get there's there. I, I love having fun with your sports, but there's also a line. And as VO access brings up drew Gilbert, number one for Tennessee crosses that line a lot. Here is Drew Gilbert's home run yesterday, which was his fourth home run of the of the NCAA tournament. And just look at how he reacts to hitting this over the right field fence. Fastball up. One thing Drew Gilbert can do is he can get the head out. He loves the pull. So that guy got a lot of swag. I'll play it for you again. But again, that's not me. Like, I would not, like, I'm a Tennessee graduate. I don't like how Drew Gilbert acts. He got hit by a pitch yesterday, too, and he kind of acted like a spoiled brat. And so, like, Drew Gilbert drives me crazy. But the whole team doesn't drive me crazy, but that guy does. And, and like, Zach, we talked about college baseball players a couple weeks ago and how they tend to have certain personalities and certain uh, personas about them. Drew Gilbert fits all of the college baseball guy's stereotypes and how he carries himself. He gets hit by a pitch, and going to first base, he has to take off, like, eight pads on his elbows, on his shins, on his forearms, on his wrists, on everything. And so Drew Gilbert, I think, drives me crazy. But overall, I, I prefer the Vandy business approach uh, is my final answer. But I really do appreciate the fun that the Tennessee team is having and the fan base is having too. So I take it as this. Uh, I think you talk about them never being there before. You're absolutely right. And I think that this swag approach, you can only do for so long, right? Tennessee, if they become a baseball powerhouse over the next several years and are consistently in it, going to SEC championship games and championship series, going to the College World Series, getting to Super Regionals, hosting these events, the swag factor, I don't know if that is sustainable because there are – unwritten rules in baseball even in college baseball now not as many a because if you tried to do that in major league baseball i mean a fight and a brawl is going to ensue right yeah we yeah. know that and i i like the fact that brawls don't ensue because of that right because because of the college the collegiate and young person approach i do love it it makes because it adds Baseball, let's just be honest, baseball out of all, all of the other sports to watch, in my opinion, is boring. Like, it has boring facets to it. Ball, strike, there's not consistent runs. So I struggle with soccer. Nil-nil, shoot me in the face. But college baseball is different. You got Arizona putting up 13 runs in the six uh, against Ole Miss. You get bombs the bomb squad of Tennessee and I do love that I don't think it's sustainable though I don't think that for in six years if they're consistent that they can just keep bat flipping I don't think that because what what we all know is Vanderbilt has the championships yes yeah and so I want to read a couple comments uh because Cody, there was uh, about that uh, uh, home run from Drew Gilbert. He says, you don't pimp a home run to go up by seven. <laughs> and then he says, go ahead and pimp a home run all day if it's a go-ahead home run, which when Drew Gilbert, here's what I did not complain about. I did not complain about Drew Gilbert on the opening regional game hitting a walk-off grand slam and acting how he acted then. 
because a walk-off grand slam has happened like less than five times in Major League Baseball over the last 100 years, let alone college baseball. So walk-off grand slam, go do whatever the hell you want to do because that doesn't happen that often. Go be yourself, do whatever. But it's when it happens over and over and over again, you start to realize like, okay, this guy is just into himself way too much. And he's also like five foot seven. Like, I'm sorry, but like, like that does matter to me when this little man syndrome is something that I, that I cannot stand or deal with. And Drew Gilbert has little man syndrome. Now dude can whack the baseball and he's had four home runs in the postseason. But again, like I, I, I just think he gets on my nerves. He individually gets on my nerves. Nobody else on that baseball team does, but that guy. So my final answer, I, I don't think the swag play is sustainable. And what do we know? I think Vanderbilt has taken the business-like approach and over years has consistently won. Remember the Louisville pitcher that was saying F you to the, the, the bullpen and then lost? Yeah. That's the type of thing that Gilbert, I feel like, brings. And – uh, ultimately, uh, in baseball, the business approach wins games consistently. So I would go with the business approach. But uh, I don't hate watching it. I actually enjoy it. It gives you something. It's very entertaining. It gives you something more to watch. But I think I, I'm more on the business side of things because I think that is the pathway to winning. But – We'll find out if Tennessee can win. I, I think there's a great opportunity for the Tennessee Volunteers to win the college baseball World Series. Oh, for sure. And now the, the weird thing is, in the whole like push and pull, and like I, Vandy, Vandy's pitching with Rocker and Lighter is going to be real tough to deal with. And I think everybody understands that, especially with the part that they're about to plan, where home runs don't happen as often as they do in Knoxville. And so can Tennessee's team still manufacture enough scoring without the ability to just knock seven home runs in a game? I think they've averaged like five home runs. Well, not Saturday because it was a 4-2 game, but they're hitting a lot of home runs in this postseason. They're not going to be able to do that at the same clip because it's a bigger ballpark that just doesn't allow home runs to fly out like it does in Knoxville. Right? Yeah, and, and Brian says now that Arkansas is out, we have a better chance. And with Brian's standpoint, I don't know who we is because Arkansas would have been on Vandy's side of the bracket. As I'll pull that back up, Arkansas would have been on Vandy's side of the bracket where NC State is. And Texas is going to be Tennessee's biggest opponent right there on their side of the bracket. Uh, and then the winner of Mississippi State and Notre Dame will fill one of those boxes. And then the winner of Dallas Baptist and Virginia will get the other spot. Those game threes are today. But I feel like Tennessee's biggest struggle is going to be how can they deal with improved pitching in Omaha in a park that's harder to just go yard every other inning like they were yesterday. Yeah, well, it, 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 it is fireworks in June. It is Sports Nashville, as the company, has gotten some, uh, some good things to talk about over the last couple of weeks with Julio Jones. Oh, no doubt. And, you know, the Preds couldn't make it to a second series in, in the NHL playoffs, but this Tennessee-Vanderbilt storyline, it will continue throughout the course of the week, and it is something to monitor on social media, and it is something to watch. I will watch the, this. I like it has now drawn my attention. I couldn't watch as much baseball this past weekend because I was doing cowboy stuff. But from I, I'm back, and I will I will look forward to these games and these matchups to see how Tennessee does. Because I, I thought you brought up a very good point, Austin, in the sense of this ballpark is different. Yeah. Home runs, it's like being the Rockies, and now you're going to Petco Park. So you're not going to – you can't play the same way, and baseball is strategy, right? Well, what are you going to do? Are pitch hitters, pitch runners. Uh, how are you going to play the game to score as many runs as you possibly can to win the, the baseball game? Coaching goes into that. This is, I think, a subtle storyline that not many people will talk about. Tennessee with a young, inexperienced head coach that has gotten the most out of his baseball team, correct? Uh, yeah. How will he manage 
in the big spotlight of something that this team has never seen. I, sure. that, I think that is a big, big thing to see because coaching in these stages and managing of your baseball club, they that kind of wins you a game. And that game can now send you to another uh, matchup and send you further along in the tournament. No doubt, no doubt. So that that's, you know, we'll see what happens with the College World Series. I think Vandy plays Saturday. Tennessee will play on Sunday, if I'm correct. That's bracket's not finalized because of the two games today to fill the last two spots. Zach, let's talk about this because Paul Maneri, LSU's head coach, announced his retirement uh, at the end of the season, which ended yesterday. And there's been a history this season in a back and there's been a Tennessee's had its own rivalry with LSU baseball this year that has been fascinating too with a lot of entertainment. So we're going to ask you guys a question. Is it fair or foul for Vol fans to boo LSU's coach after Tennessee ended his career? So we'll ask that question fair or foul here. But first, let me tell you guys about our great friends over at Mandu, the Pulse of Fitness. I got a workout in yesterday. I love my Sunday Mandu workouts. Mandu.com, your first workout is absolutely free. It's a 15-minute workout, 15 minutes. And in that 15 minutes of full-body electronic muscle stimulation, you simulate five or more hours in the weight room because you're targeting all of your muscle fibers. You're getting deep within your muscles. You're working every muscle group. No skipping leg day anymore with Mandu. Mandu.com, your first workout's free. They're expanding across the country. So go check them out wherever you're at, mandu.com. Yeah, can't beat that and also can't beat BetMGM there. The title sponsor here on A to Z Sports. Download the app today. You'll get a risk-free $600 bet up to $600. So you can turn that into a lot of money with the right approach, whether it you go with the parlay, two-leg, three-leg, who knows? Download the app today and you can get that opportunity for new users. Use the promo code ATOZ Sports. Great. Great opportunity to win some cash. It is eSports here live on this Monday. So we're going to ask you guys this question. We're going to play the video too. Is it fair or foul for Vols baseball fans to boo LSU coach Palmineri after Tennessee ended his career? So here is the video from yesterday. The Vols PA announcer congratulates Maneri on a great career, and you will hear the boos rain in. So it was, there were boos. I don't think it, because you heard clapping, but there were a lot of boos there. Not everybody booed in that situation, but was it fair or foul for fans to boo him? Zach, do you have any comments to read? Well, he looked like he was crying. Well, he's very emotional, right? And he got emotional in his press conference afterwards. He said some nice things about Tennessee, nice things about Vitello and what he's done. He said Tennessee, he always thought, was a sleeping giant of a program. So there was some positive, there was some positive things he said, but he was very emotional. And the fans van just booed him in his last game. And he's a legendary Hall of Fame level coach. I personally think that it's foul. Um, but I think it also is, uh, and I'll say this, I think it's the uh, a little bit of ignorance from Tennessee fans. They 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 their baseball. They haven't had baseball. I don't think that they understand what truly this coach has done for LSU. And I think because of that, they just went into full fan mode. Uh, you know, Tennessee LSU is not that big of a rivalry. It is a rivalry. They've met in some SEC championship games uh, in, in football. But this is foul. Uh, respect. That is a – that – the PA announcer for Tennessee – he did that to show respect yeah. for that coach. And the fans dumped on it. Well, so and I so think it's foul. Brent says, play the clip of what Maneri said after the Vols swept LSU early this season. Brent, uh, you're welcome. I have that ready for you. Listen, even though there wasn't a huge, huge crowd at Tennessee, it was an extremely hostile environment. Yeah. They were na nasty. You could, fans, hear, nasty, you could nasty. hear over the TV. I mean, you know, they, they were into Trey Morgan's uh, head. I mean, they were on him. 
from the day from the moment he walked onto that field and you know i mean it was a difficult situation with the umpiring there were a lot of calls that went against you know kids and they were having to deal with that there was the other team was you know was was you know not handling things with a lot of class quite frankly and you know it it was a it was an environment that those kids had been in for the very first time and it was very difficult so that's Maneri uh, earlier in the year. I believe that was. Uh, he's calling it like he sees them, right? They weren't. They are nasty, and you know, know. what? And, like, it justifies that, now. The whole that thing they are nasty and is, not not well done. Yeah, but uh, I, that's what yeah. he was saying. The, he, and I bet you the coach Maneri, he's not surprised that he got booed because yeah. that's. He described Vol fans the way that they are. Well, and then he tried to apologize before the series started. So I don't know if you caught that or not. You're probably already you were already doing cowboy things, as you said. But he he before the super regional started, he had a comment about I didn't mean to to be disrespectful uh, to any Tennessee Vol fans out there, and said some other nice things. And it reminded me of uh, one Republic. It's too late to apologize. Like it's you're screwed, man. Like it's you've already done it. Like you've he had already lit the fire under the Vol fan base for calling them out for being disrespectful or being whatever they were when fans have and baseball fans heckling is a part of it and calling the fans out for them getting inside your own player's head. It's not the fans fault. That's your player's fault. But here's where I think, and you haven't answered. I assume you have to say you're saying fair. I haven't answered yet. Well, uh, everything you've said goes to the word fair. So I am curious to see what your answer is, or if you're going to go back on that. This is different. And this is not about the interiors of the game. This is, this is basically putting a bow. Then the PA announcer in Tennessee shouldn't even mentioned him, but they did to show respect to his entire managerial career uh, and Zach I I agree with you and what I was doing was telling the story because I like Timothy said Vol fans were wrong to boo him in that moment but Maneri was also wrong for his comments earlier in the season going after Tennessee fans and he laid his own he made his own bet like I'm just like but he was, was I don't think he was that wrong for before he was just calling Tennessee fans out in the middle of the year Austin, what if and I and we don't know this, but I'm gonna give you a hypothetical. What if the player that he was just talking about, Tennessee fans were talking about, I don't know, his his dead mother or something, something so grotesque to call him nasty. Well, Would you if, think differently that, okay. about calling that well, out? You're gonna make a leap about that, which we don't know if you're creating no, I, that but, but calling somebody nasty in the fans, it had like we all know about JJ Reddick. JJ Reddick at Duke. And some things have been said, and that is competition. And I understand that. Like, taking offense to that within the entire scope of the season, what I am saying, what I am saying is that at the end of the career, to announce, to say, show your respects, and then to boo that guy, that I do, doesn't make any sense. I agree. And so that's why I say booing him in that moment was foul. I was trying to get to that point. But also tell the story of why it happened because uh, where'd the comment go? Oh, Brent says if he hadn't have said those things earlier this year, he wouldn't have been booed. That's correct. Cause and effect. That's that's what it was. And then he tried oh, to apologize. I, I hold hold BS on, 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 on that. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Cause and effect. Whether it was right or wrong, that's what happened. Like, like you know, like we know who, how Vol fans are. So if you're like, you shouldn't expect anything different. Like they are. Nasty. Yes, they so are. Then, so he then why then that how is that wrong if he just told if he called him out for it? Uh, because Josh Josh adds because he was making excuses for losing even even when he threw the umps on the table for it and like the whole comment on the radio back in April was really weird was really weird because I couldn't tell if it was a compliment or if he was you know hating on the Vols or being getting on his own guys for allowing them to be affected by the fans or not like, it was a weird. Weird comment that I don't understand what his objective was other than just speaking his mind. But he sounded like he was making excuses and he sounded like he was he was uh angry or upset that Vol fans acted how they were, which are passionate fans, which at LSU is like pot kettle black, right? LSU fans are nuts. LSU fans throw bottles and rocks 
at opposing team buses. I don't, like that, I don't have problems with fans going – like, it's competition. I have heckled many – I gotten tossed out of a National Sounds game for heckling the right fielder. I get it. I, I All is fair in love and war and fans versus opposing teams. I get it. Oh, when my, I my read this – no, also, what I read into this – and I look, I brought up a huge hypothetical I just pulled out. Yeah. But what it but what I, I was trying to explain is it sounded like earlier this season that the LSU coach was trying to say something but didn't want to fully say something. That how that Tennessee fans got in one of his players' head, didn't want to say the specifics of how that happened, but just was recognizing it. Okay. Then they move on. My singular issue is fans can be nasty towards opposing fans or opposing teams. Don't have a problem with that. But then you shouldn't have recognized the coach at that moment because that is a moment where you just stand up and clap. Agree. I completely agree. I completely agree. So, like, at at the end of the day, that's it. But Tennessee fans showed their true character in that moment for not just clapping. Uh, I, yes, and it was very foul for them to for the portion of fans to boo Maneri there because we can play the video again. It's not that long. There are boos that are loud, but there are not all boos. There is still clapping continuing. Here's the video once again. So, like, there were some boos, and they were short-lived. But, again, like, those fans who booed him in that moment were wrong. They were all – those people were foul for doing that. That's my answer. Well, and that represents a fan base. You know, Cody, who's a Vandy fan, says, I would feel some gratification if I was the heckling Tennessee fans. If you were the, if you were the Tennessee fans who made a coach – go on local radio the next day and talk about how nasty they were? Wouldn't you be proud of how you did and performed as a fan (laughs) that you think you did your job? No, in that scenario, absolutely. I had no problem with that. Like, that I had zero issue. This is just, uh, it it is standing up and recognizing an illustrious career by a coach that has done more for the sport than any coach that Tennessee has ever had. Sure. <laughs> that, like at the end of the day, that's how I view it. It was just a moment. Like it's just like in any in, in any time in life, there's a moment where you say something and a moment where you shut your mouth. Right. There's a moment when you uh, stand up and be a good sport, and there's moments where you don't be good sports. This was a moment that Tennessee fans needed to be just good sports, clap for the man, or the PA announcer should have never recognized him. Uh, well, I think the PA announcer doesn't. The PA announcer needs to. Well, do he the knows right who Tennessee fans are. Come I, on. I know, I know. Uh, but here, here's a comment that I have to bring up. Chad says, "I've been beat up by Vandy fans in Nashville for wearing a Vol sweatshirt." I, I don't know if I believe that, Chad. <laughs> like, like that might be the most aggressive group of Vandy fans I've ever seen. And also, like, they would be the ones outnumbered if you were in Nashville wearing a Vol sweatshirt. I don't know if I believe you, Chad. I, 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 the scenario but that we talk about bizarro that is yeah. a bizarro world i don't i don't know man every every vandy sporting event i've been at where the tennessee vols have also been playing it has been three to one balls va- <laughs> to vandy fans it's like yeah in a strange world you know you're walking down the street and a group of vandy fans are like hey let's go let's go beat beat up this vol nerd right like hold my scarf let me go beat this guy up like it, it doesn't just doesn't make, make any, any sense. sense to me it just doesn't make any sense. And I don't know if Chad's still watching this. Uh, Chad is still watching. But, I, I, again, when was this? What would, what a sporting event? Where were you? I need more information about how Vandy fans beat you up. <laughs> like, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know about that. It just kind of baffles me. A to Z Sports here live on a Monday. We'll wait for Chad's answer to tell us more about the story. But we do have a bad sales job on this Monday, Zach. So let's go ahead and get to bad sales job before uh, and while Chad maybe tells us more about the story there of getting beat up by Vandy fans. But first, tell everybody, Zach, about Calvin and Subtle. 
Yeah, Calvin and Soto is where you need to go to get your new hardwood floor. 615-448-6414 if you are in Middle Tennessee. They can hook you up. You can renovate your home, rip up those old carpet. Oh, the old carpet that maybe is in your playroom, maybe it's in your, your living room. Calvin and Subtle can replace them with brand new hardwood floors. 615-448-6414. They service all around Middle Tennessee from Clarksville to Lebanon to Brentwood, Franklin, Nashville. They've got they've got you. Calvinandsubtle.com. They have the perfect hardwood floors for you. Cost effective as well. So upgrade your home, Calvinandsubtle.com. Download the BetMGM app. Use the promo code ATOZ Sports. Get a risk-free bet up to $600 with your first deposit and your first bet. That's the BetMGM app, the title sponsor of our morning show. We love this, love this app. I've been uh it's a love-hate relationship right now for me. Uh, but I did finally get the Suns Nuggets over last night to help me out a little bit. But download the app, use code ATOZ Sports for risk-free bet up to 600 bucks with your first deposit and first bets. So Zach, it is bad sales job time. I'm still waiting for Chad to tell us more stories, uh, more details about it. But uh, Zach, bad sales job. I guess uh, who goes first? Do I give you yours first? Uh, yes. Okay. All right, Zach. So I want you, your bad sales job, which 30 minutes, 30 seconds on the clock yes, to sir. sell us on why your weekend at your family ranch was a complete waste of time for you. Just a complete waste of time. I'm ready when you're ready. Well, money never sleeps, and the reason why it was a waste of time is I should have been in Texas scouting out A to Z Sports Dallas. That's what I should have been. I should have been laying the groundwork there. It wasted my time because I was in the middle of nowhere, Texas. You can't do anything. There's no productivity. I wasn't working for the people that are watching right now, and that's what I am passionate and I love to do. And Austin, I'm here to support you as well. I could have been doing so many other things. It wasted my time for four days. Plus, I'll see my family in February at the rodeo. So that didn't even really even matter. All right. That was Zach's bad sales job. So I can't comment anything about it. We set our new rules about a month or so ago. Um, so I can't say anything about it. Um, but now you can go ahead and give me mine, and then we'll go to the comments and see who won. Real quick, before you do that, LGRW, shout out to A to Z, won big with his risk-free bet by choosing the Islanders to win game one. That, nice, good job. I had the lightning and a parlay, so that didn't go very well. Go ahead. Um, all right, so this, this is stem from yesterday, flying on a plane. Austin, uh, you have to convince me and all of us how you could successfully fly a – Boeing 747 from New York to LA successfully by yourself. You have your time ready. I do. I mean, I could do it. I could fly that plane from New York to LA by myself. It's just going to take time and working through a flight simulator. Like you, like anybody can become a pilot. You just have to learn and take the time and have the resources to be able to do that. So could I have the resources to do that? Sure, why not? I know a bunch of people my age who fly planes now, so I could do that. And plus, planes fly themselves these days. Typically, you just have to be there for something that goes wrong. And how many, how many times does something go wrong? I could do that. It'll just take me some time to get it done. All right, stop. Who won? That's what you got to say. Who won? Austin or Zach? <laughs> Does driving it to the ground count as flying it there? No. Driving that would it be, on, on the ground. Driving would, it on the ground. That would, that would ground. be a, a, an unsuccessful flight. Um, all right. Who won this week's bad sales job? We have 
couple of weeks ago, we've got now have a formula so we don't get into uh, arguments, <laughs> Nit, nitpick arguments. Who do you think had a better sales job? Comment in the comment section, Zach or Austin for the winner. We're 10, 9, and 1. Uh, who convinced you? All right, so uh, let's see. Rob says, my God, Zach by a mile. Rob's other Rob says, Zach won. Cam says, Zach wins, hands down. No competition on this one. Cody says, Austin. Ethan says, Zach. Louis says, Austin. Um, Nicholas says, Zach. Tones and Chris say, Zach. Uh, Jeff says, Austin won. Zach was BSing like a used car, sa car salesman. <laughs> I mean, that is, that is That's the, the whole thing. That's, it's bad sales job. That's the <laughs> Jeff, point, That Jeff. is the premise of the segment Dwayne says Ty Brent says Austin Sean says Austin Dom says Zach won because he said goes the rodeos Noah says Zach Stacy says Zach Josh says Ty Afi says Zach won I don't want Austin flying me anywhere well yeah of course not not yet until I get my pilot's license Brock <laughs> says Zach by hair Rob says uh I I will never get on a plane if Austin becomes a pilot so I think the votes go towards you. Yeah, I agree. Um, but again, like, you know, I could fly a plane if I was trained to fly a plane. Sure, why not? What's wrong with that? I could do that if I if I put my mind to it. Why not? Yeah, and, and I, I thought it was good and bad that you uh, avoided the landing. Right? Well, of course. Why would I put that in there? <laughs> Yeah, I, I should have added at the end of my question or at the end of my sales job for you of why it was a waste of your time and you're never going to go back for that weekend. Oh, okay, see there. That that would have buried you. That um, would have been tough. Yeah, but I did not do that. So that was a missed opportunity on my end, which now you are 11, 9, and 2. That's the record now. Yeah, 11, 11 9, 9, and 2. And, that's right. 11, 9, and 2. So congratulations on your back-to-back Usually when this happens, when one of us either goes up one or two, the other one steps up in a big way yeah, <laughs> the right. following yeah, you, week. Yeah, I know. Now it's on me to make sure I can't I can't get down in a three-game loss hole. Yeah, it's that it's that down 0-2 coming back home. You yeah. don't lose game three. Yeah. Next week's home game for me, so I'm going to be on it. All right, guys. Hope you have a great rest of your Monday. You know what? I feel like what are the – I wonder if the per – no, never mind. That doesn't make sense. I had a philosophy that came in my head and I debunked it in my head before I even said it. So, about flying a plane? No, about uh, who wins bad sales jobs. I wonder if the person who goes... Who well, no, the last two weeks we flipped, right? Yeah, which so. is why I debunked it myself. But anyway, all right. Have a great Monday, guys. We'll see you tomorrow on a Tuesday. The Titans have a big week of mini camps, mandatory mini camps this week. So we'll see you guys later on. Have a good one. Thanks. Adios.